And good evening. It's one minute after six o'clock. Make that two minutes after six o'clock. You've been listening to Alaska News Nightly from Alaska Public Media over Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Uh, Welcome to the second in our series of municipal election forums. I'm your host, Robert Woolsey. Tonight, I'll be joined for a half hour by school board candidate Tom Williams. Williams is the only candidate whose name will appear on the ballot for school board in the municipal election this October. Another candidate, Steve Morse, has officially filed as a write-in. There are three open seats on the school board. Depending on the success of any potential write-in candidates, the uh, winner of this election and the two other current board members will fill the vacant seats by appointment. You can submit a question to uh, this forum uh, by giving us a call at 747-5879, and Catherine Rose or Meredith Reddick will relay your question into the air room, or you can email us at news at kcaw.org. And uh, please stay with us tonight for our final election forum of the year. That will be at 6.30. We'll say goodbye to Mr. Williams, and we'll be joined by current school board members Todd Gebler and Felix Myers and Assistant Superintendent Deirdre Jensen to discuss the two ballot propositions, which are both school-related. That discussion also will be about 30 minutes, and we'll try and wrap things up tonight by 7 o'clock. And uh, now to our candidate. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Rob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, we've been chatting a little bit uh, before we went on the air, and I have, um, uh, we're sharing contractor stories, <laughs> life in Sitka, bears on the cross trail. And um, I remember the first time I, I met you when you were appointed to the school board, uh, I guess it was back in June, um, you, um, you stood up for appointment. And uh, you've been on the board since that time, and you gave me a little bit of a narrative of your background and how you got, um, why you know why you decided to uh, uh, put your name forward. And I wondered if you would just kind of let our listeners know what you told me then. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and why you decided to step forward and serve on the Sitka School Board. Well, we uh, first came to Sitka back in the early 80s. I was in the Coast Guard on board the Woodrush. Uh, we fell in love with Sitka at that time. Um, I grew up in uh, California, and uh, when I joined the Coast Guard, Alaska was my first destination that I, I wanted to go to. And um, after getting to Southeast, it kind of got under my skin, and uh, we tried to stay in Southeast ever since, uh, tour out, tour back, tour out, tour back. And then uh, once I retired, um, I was in Juneau and left uh, for the lower 48 to go back to school, um, got some work, did my uh, normal uh, traveling around for work uh, while I was down there, but eventually moved back up uh, to Southeast and um, Went to Ketchikan first, then over to Angoon, uh, over to Gustavus, and then here finally to Sitka. It was kind of a circuitous route, but uh, eventually our uh, desired destination had always been coming back to Sitka. We just never had that um, opportunity to get over here. We were following our kids um, as they moved uh, for employment um, throughout uh, southeast, and when they uh, moved from Angoon over to Gustavus, we moved over there. Um, 
and then uh, my daughter-in-law had an opportunity for a position here at the uh, Sitka School District and took that. The wife and I uh, said, hey, there's our opportunity finally to get back to Sitka. Uh, so we highly encourage them to make the move. My son was three years old, I think, when we were here first. So he didn't remember a lot of it. Uh, they moved here before us. As expected, they fell in love with uh, the community, and um, we followed shortly after. So uh, that's how I got here. And your son, Jared, is now our maintenance director in the district. Yes, he is. He's um, doing a fantastic job, even though my opinion might be a little bit biased. Um, but uh, both him and uh, Amanda, who's a science teacher over at Blatchley, um, phenomenal assets for the district. And uh, I'm sure if you ask the kids, they'll, uh, they'll verify that for you. All right. Um, so as we were listening to some of the discussion about school board issues around the table, um, I would ask questions to Amanda uh, and sometimes Jared, hey, what about this or what about that? Uh, how do you see that? Um, what are your thoughts? And then that kind of evolved in conversation I had with other folks in town, other friends that I had here. And I had toyed with the idea of um, running for school board because I thought there were things that I could bring to the board uh, from my past employments and experiences. Um, as a uh, department director in Ketchikan, uh, I was familiar with school board meetings as they came to the assembly, um, worked in local government. Um, so I had a, a little exposure to some of those dynamics. Um, when I was in Angoon, uh, I worked uh, as a citizen and also a grant writer for the community association there um, with the school board, listening to some of the issues they were bringing up, uh, looking where I might be able to help, you know, for grant opportunities or just making comment. And then uh, once I... Uh, moved to Gustavus. I was the city administrator there, and we worked with the school district and the local school there on a variety of issues, especially when COVID hit. And so I had some background, some familiarity with uh, school district, schools. And of course, having a, a daughter-in-law that was um, a school teacher and uh, a granddaughter who was a um, high school student uh, here in Sitka, graduated in 21. And I also have a granddaughter who is now in um, uh, second grade. Had to think about that for a second. Uh, they grow fast. Yeah. Um, I thought that some of the issues that were being discussed about the schools and the school district were really important. And... Um, I thought it would be helpful if I could make some um, make some uh, suggestions or get involved with some of the projects that uh, might help the school board in decision making or project development. 
so I put in my application for appointment. I uh, was fortunate, got appointed, had a little time um, working with the school board and decided I was going to put in an uh, application to, to run. Um, I had uh, good experiences going around getting my signatures. Um, there wasn't a single one that just signed the petitions. I always had questions, always had comments. I learned a lot from that. Um, I made it uh, part of my daily efforts to talk to people um, about school-related issues. I attended the uh, Child Care Pathways um, seminar, and that was really uh, educational and uh, really gave me a perspective on the uh, relationship between early child care development, schools, that progression uh, all the way up through graduation and beyond. Um, so it, it keeps evolving. I keep learning more. And uh, if uh, fortunate enough, I look forward to you know, serving my tour and hopefully beyond that. Uh, I've enjoyed working with uh, board members and staff. Um, I went to the the uh, school teachers op uh, first day. Um, that was really exciting. Uh, as I mentioned at the uh, board meeting last month or the last board meeting, I was very impressed with the energy and excitement that uh, the teachers brought back to work. Um, I know personally and uh, from employees that worked for me and that I worked with, Coming off vacation was always, oh, I got to go back to work. Not this crew. This group was very excited to get back to work, and uh, you could feel that energy, you know, in the auditorium. Yeah, um, Tom, I'm interested in the in that you were your interest in serving on the school board was piqued, uh, sort of by listening to your daughter-in-law, who's a science teacher at Blatchley, and, and sort of listening to table talk with your son, who's maintenance director and um, I, I go to every school board meeting I have for gosh a long time and there are a lot of interesting issues that come up before the school board there's a lot of interesting things that are happening in the schools a lot of ideas a lot of things that are you know they want to they want to test these ideas they want to try and you know adapt to meet the uh, the demands of sort of this post-covid environment and um you you got hooked in and put your name forward for appointment but this is the second year in a row that there have been more candidates or more seats than candidates for school board and uh, what is what does this signify to you i'm not really sure i was surprised uh that there were not more people filing for school board seats um Volunteering, time and evenings, uh, weekends, uh, folks are busy. Um, perhaps uh, opportunity wasn't there. Um, I know there's a lot of interest just from the folks that I've talked to, so um, I, I don't know why there weren't more people who were uh, signing up, but I encourage anyone out there that might be thinking about it or saying to themselves, gee, I wish I would have 
met that deadline. Do the writing part. Yeah, has the experience for you so far been positive? It has been very positive. Um, I felt coming in that I wasn't completely ignorant to the issues or um, the workings of local government. And uh, I've been impressed with um, what I've heard from the um, board members and the, the people who have come to speak. Um, for example, we had a work session on the strategic plan and uh, the comments that uh, were made, the, um, the strategic plan itself, the discussion and questions that came off, uh, came from the board were uh, very intriguing. I had looked it over uh, prior to the meeting and, and looked at what work was published. I've worked on strategic plans. I've developed strategic plans. From what I can tell, it's a really solid strategic plan. Um, there are some tweaks that we're uh, looking at and, and were part of the discussion during the work session that uh, I'm sure are going to answer questions that I have about it. Um, and I, I know there's a lot of interest and excitement about working that strategic plan to a very optimal level so that we can uh, implement some of those strategies. Yeah, um, I went to that meeting as well. I felt there was just a lot of commitment in the room, a lot of people who um, were ready to sort of get back to work on it, for sure. Um, Tom, we've been soliciting over the air questions from listeners, and if you'd like to get in a, a question tonight to uh, Tom Williams, candidate for school board, you can email us at news at kcaw.org or give us a call at 747-5879. This, um, I'm going to combine a couple of questions that we received from a listener. The school board has two big jobs this year, hiring a full-time superintendent and negotiating the contract with the Sitka Education Association, the union representing teachers. Um, what will you look for in a superintendent? And what are your thoughts on negotiating with teachers? <laughs> it's kind of two different subjects, but um, these are going to be at sort of at the top of the board agenda, I think, over the course of the year. Uh, first off, superintendent, what will you be looking for in a candidate? So in hiring anybody, uh, I think some of the basics are consistent. You know, does the person want to be there or are they just looking for a job? Um, what are the qualifications? Uh, what is the experience? And then what is the chemistry um, with the working group? Um, so... As an example, um, Mr. or Mrs. Jones applies for the superintendent, never been a superintendent before, um, but they've met all the qualifications, um, has been to Sitka several times, loves Sitka, and is excited about the opportunity of being superintendent for our school district. Well, that's a good start. Um, what is your experience? How do you interact with teachers and students? Um, is your desire to be a superintendent or to be the Sitka superintendent? And I think that's an important distinction. 
you know, we don't want to necessarily be a stop, you know, on the progression of somebody's development. We would like to see somebody here that would want to be here um, long term. I think that continuity is is important. Someone said at the uh, the workshop that the average length of a superintendent's employment is three years at any one district. And I found that to be kind of short, you know. It was a little surprising. Um, but if that's what the industry standard is, then uh, hopefully we find someone that um, is not following that path, but rather is looking at a more long-term tenure here in Sitka. Yeah, I think if anybody can beat the average, Sitka can, because there's just so much going for uh, the community and the school district. Um, I'm speaking with Tom Williams, candidate for school board. If you have a question for um, Mr. Williams, give us a call, 747-5879, or email us at kcaw.org. Uh, and Catherine or Meredith will uh, bring the question in to us. Um, Tom, what are your thoughts on negotiation with teachers? Two years ago, it didn't go so well. There was an, an impasse, um, and uh, they settled on a two-year contract rather than the usual three. Um, what will your guidance be to district negotiators? Okay, so I have some personal experience with a daughter-in-law who is a teacher, um, and also, uh, as I mentioned previously, um, going to these meetings, uh, teacher negotiations were always a subject. Um, funding was always a subject uh, that uh, the governing bodies listened to and had to make decisions about. Um, our teachers... Um, I think are probably some of the longest tenured, most qualified teachers that I've seen in different districts. Um, I'm still relatively new uh, to the process here. I'm not uh, very familiar with um, what the, the different or specific teacher tenures have been, but what I've heard in the discussions is many of our um, teachers are already tenured. Um, many of our teachers have, I was surprised how many teachers we had over 20 years, even some over 30 years. Uh, Steve Bradshaw was asking, how many of you in the audience at the teacher's first day were here when I was first here, and how many of, how many of those teachers stood up? So. That tells you a little bit about the district as well, but it's clear that we have well-qualified, experienced teachers that want to be here. I also think that teachers um, are probably, not probably, are on the lower end of the salary scale in terms of uh, their qualifications and experience. Um, and I think that we don't necessarily reflect that in compensation. Um, I think we do what we are able to do, given our budget. 
But with anything, um, priorities are set and you fund those priorities. For me, we have three top priorities, facilities, students, and teachers and staff. And I think that's an area that we could focus on. And I think those are probably also the three areas that are going to cost the district the most money. But at the same time, you know, if you're going to be a, a Uber driver, you know, you want to make sure your car's running. So you need to put money into that car, right? Same with the district. All right. Um, th thank you, uh, Tom. This is a listener question. It's from Charles. Um, and I'll see if I can get to the gist of it. Using metrics developed by the educational edifice itself, the last 30-odd years have seen an unacceptable number of Sitka students present as enumerate and illiterate at grade level, an outcome without much positive movement, even during periods when the district had all the money it asked for and a full cadre of teaching staff. Uh, question, if one analogizes education as a platform with three supports, teachers, students, and parents, which of these legs is failing to adequately bear its weight in the successful education of Sitka students? Teachers, students, and parents. Well, the presumption is something is failing, so I'm not necessarily going to agree that something is failing. Um, to have a percentage of failure in any organization... Um, statistically is probably not uncommon. Um, why a student fails could have all kinds of different reasons, um, intentional or unintentional. Um, I've known students uh, that have had to go on um, trips with their parents, whether uh, one example is one who had to help the family during fishing seasons. Um, others were moving from schools to schools, military, um, as they had to transfer and, you know, have to adapt. Um, and sure, there, I'm, I'm sure there's examples of lack of parent per, uh, participation or um, a student that is having difficulty in a class and not getting the support from the school or the teacher. Um, maybe not known to the teacher, um, or maybe the teacher has tried to work with the student and that just didn't get through. There's a just a, a variety of um, causes that could affect uh, how, a, how a student performs, whether they're successful or not. Um, so I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a failure. Um, I would call it maybe difficulties. All right. Um, I'm speaking with Tom Williams. He's candidate for Sitka School Board. Um, we have about five minutes left with Mr. Williams, and we're going to be bringing in another panel to discuss the ballot propositions, with our, which are both school-related. So if you have a question uh, for our school board candidate or um, a question on the ballot propositions, you could get it in now by calling us at 747-5879 or emailing news at kcaw.org. 
Um, this is uh, uh, another question from a listener, Tom. Uh, the governor vetoed half of the increased funding allocated by the legislature for education this year. What role should board members play in advocacy for school funding? So extremely disappointing uh, what the governor did. Um, the um, the BSA uh, seems to be stuck in a quagmire. It doesn't seem to have um, increased much, yet cost of living, inflation is skyrocketing. Um, I think the governor is a little tone deaf not recognizing uh, that it costs more to run schools than maybe it did when he was a superintendent. Um, I think that there is a role that the school board can play in advocacy uh, outreach. Um, I think our uh, state representatives and um, can play a big part. Uh, in my past um, experiences, we reached out to federal and state um, political folks um, and other advocacy groups to uh, try to get funding or um, bills that uh, favored uh, the borough or the city and were productive in doing so. I think the school board could uh, follow that uh, as, a, as a way of getting more funding into the state budget, um, reaching out to the legislator, uh, lobbying efforts, uh, letter writing, petitions from the, the community. Uh, we have, um, I think, some pretty dynamic representatives coming out of Sitka that uh, I'm, I know will be fighting for us. Uh, let's give them some support. Let's, um, you know, hold some forums and uh, have them come in and talk to us about the efforts that they're making. And uh, maybe we can do the same. We have the um, opportunity, I think, to work with um, the Alaska Association of School Boards uh, and other, you know, therefore other school districts uh, to work together to try to uh, get the governor to realize that uh, it takes money to run our school districts and the effect of that is going to be long-lasting as our students graduate and become productive citizens in our state. So I think that's, that would probably be the simple answer. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's interesting. You know, I don't know if we convey it well enough in the news that the legislature, this group of 60 people of very divergent ideological stripes, get together and form a, a budget that has funding, an increase in funding for education. They, they they provide money for public radio, even, but the governor vetoes that. Uh, they also veto the public radio funding as well. So it's it is it is interesting how it plays out 
in Juneau, and uh, it's interesting to see that the board can help sort of people realize that and help convey the message about what's important and what's uh, what the government should be doing to support the education of kids. So um, thank you for that. And Tom, you're off the hook. Your time is up. All right. Well, boy, it flew by. And yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. I want to thank Tom Williams for appearing with us tonight and taking questions and thank the listeners who provided questions. And remember, there are three seats up for election on the Sitka School Board this fall. You can file with the municipal clerk as an official write-in candidate through September 28th. That's a Thursday. You don't have to file to run as a write-in, but filing is very important as write-in votes are tabulated since election workers have to decipher handwritten ballots. And if they know that you're an official write-in candidate, I think they're a little more inclined to grant the uh, something that might be a questionable uh, name if it looks at all like the official write-in candidate. Um, I can't speak for the election officials, but I have a feeling that's what the advantage is of being a write-in candidate. They at least know whose name you're trying to put on the ballot. So um, please stay tuned, and I'll be back in just a moment with a uh, panel to discuss the two ballot propositions that voters will see this October. Thanks again, Tom. Thank you.